Hello and welcome to the Living Diary Podcast. Starting with diary style entries, the Living Diary Podcast discusses life lessons, self-improvement, and the many experiences this world has to offer. In authentic and sometimes hilarious takes, we uncover how to live a rich and fulfilling life while documenting our growth. I'm your podcast host, Bayana. I can't wait to get into today's entry. So today's entry number 14, and it's called This Is That Passion Business. Now, this one is kind of like a sequel to entry number 10, which was What's With This Passion Business. And we'll get into why in a second, but it's kind of like a sequel to that one. So, so here we go. So, Dear Living Diary. I finally figured out how our, how finding your passion works. In a previous entry, I theorized that passion was a lightning strike of certainty and clarity. After I found my passion recently, yay, I can say that I was right and I was wrong. Turns out passion comes into light in weird ways. This passion business always, or sometimes, doesn't make sense. But when it shifts into focus, you can hardly let it go. So yes, that's that entry for today. But yeah, in episode number 10 or entry number 10, I was complaining. I wasn't complaining. I was just trying to figure out what my passion was because like I said, in that entry, I absolutely love passion pe- passionate people and them having dreams. And I really wanted some of that, especially because passion is one of my core beliefs. If I'm not passionate about it, then I'm not going to do it <laughs> pretty much. If, it's not, if I'm not passionate about it, I won't do it. I only do things that I'm not passionate about if it leads to something I am passionate about. So I was really stressing. I'm like, what is my passion? And I also talked about all my different uh, passions I had in my life that came and went. Like I wanted to be in healthcare. I wanted to work with kids at one point. Then I got tired and I was like, okay, maybe not. And then like, seriously, like so many different passions um, or interests but my passion, I, I just wanted something. I just wanted to find it. And I did. And it came in the most weird, awkward way that I would have never even thought of. So if you haven't found your passion, it's okay. It might happen this way. It's coming. So let's talk about it, right? So I found my passion, which was Honestly, first, uh, where should I start? How should I start this story? So I found my passion in a random way, completely random. And it was under my nose the whole time. Like if I just followed the clues and what I'm naturally interested in, I would have found it, but I didn't. I, it was like right in front of my face and I did not know. But anyway, so I figured out my passion when I wanted to eat, <laughs> I wanted to eat and I wanted to eat a specific kind of food. And I was thinking about it. I was thinking I wanted a specific type of food for a specific um, food restriction or not food restriction. So like, um, like kind of like paleo diet. So there's a paleo diet, there's um, a vegan diet and all that. So I wanted to eat at one of those kinds of um, one of those types of uh, restaurants and I wanted a specific cuisine in that restaurant and I was searching for it everywhere and I was so frustrated that I didn't have that um, that restaurant that I wanted that I thought up and then I was like huh I want to eat this or I want to eat like this special cuisine that I had thought up or like this food idea that I had. And I was searching for someone who already had 
that restaurant or had that cafe or had something to do with that because I love food. I absolutely love food. And if you have been here for a minute, you know that. Like my biggest dream before was to be like a food streamer, <laughs> just sit around and eat all day and, and all that kind of thing. But I was so frustrated. I couldn't find this specific type of food that I wanted in the way I wanted that I got so frustrated. I was like, I really want this food. I I really want this food. Like I really want, I want this, Um, I want like, I was just thinking up of things. I was like, you know what I really want? I was like, I really want like a reefer cake with this kind of syrup and not having, and not having, um, not having like, like not having dairy because I can't really have dairy and not having gluten. So I was like thinking of all these things. I was like, okay, I wish I had something like that. I wish there was a cafe or something that had like this food that I'm thinking of, like a wafer matcha cake or something with like strawberries and jam in it. And I was just thinking of all these different like um, food ideas. And I was like, why does nobody have this? And then I was like, wait, nobody has this. I want it. I want it. Right. So I was like, hey, like I'm actually really want this. And if nobody's doing it, I want to do it. And it's not really... And I was just like, wow, like I actually really want this to happen. So then I started being really passionate about like, okay, what can I do? What can I do to make this, make these sweets? I wanted, I wanted the food so bad that I was, I was just like started researching how I could do it myself and how to like make something of the sort or something similar or something like that. I was so frustrated that I couldn't find the food I wanted in my imagination in real life that I was like, I, I got to do this. <laughs> and then I realized, hey, this is actually a pretty good idea because the two things I love in life is business and food. And what better, what better venture is a culinary entrepreneur? What, what better thing is that? So that's how it came about. And it was super random. It was super random. It came out of nowhere. I was literally, it came at the middle of the night when I was hungry and I was searching for the food in my imagination that's not, it doesn't exist yet. And I saw that it wasn't there and I was so sad. I actually started crying because I want the food so bad. (laughs) I wanted the food so badly that, and I was so upset that it wasn't existing. I don't play with food, I swear. I love food so much. I was like, I was so frustrated that the food in my imagination wasn't wasn't real that I was like, I have to do this. And then I was like, hey, this actually makes sense because I actually love business and I love food. So why not marry the two? And I was like, yeah, this is it. This is it. But this is where I come in because in my entry, I mentioned that I thought that passion was a lightning strike of certainty and clarity. The thing is, it was clear, but I wasn't certain, which is so weird because it came to me like a lightning strike, kind of. It came to me like a, it came to me like an, ooh, duh, <laughs> you like food. Why not deal with food? Like, I'm so excited when food is mentioned. I'm so excited with restaurants and, and cafes and whatever. I get so excited with that. So it was like a duh moment. It wasn't really a lightning strike moment. It was like a duh, like, obviously, like, when are you happy? <laughs> When you're reading, when you're watching people make a business or listening or um, reading something about business um, or when you are, you know, going like thinking about international travel or 
when you are eating. Baina. And by the way, Baina is my name because I understand how these things work. You kind of forget the host's name. <laughs> That's me. I'm Baina. And yeah, it was it was clear, but it wasn't certain because at the time, like if you remember, or I haven't even said this yet, but I was a CS major, a computer science major, and I was pretty much going down that track. And because I I love this idea so much, I was willing, I was just willing to change my major, change the school I was willing to go to in order to make this, <laughs> to make my imaginary food real. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> I'm literally so upset that the food that I love doesn't exist yet. So I was so frustrated that I was actually, I, I was willing and I did. I changed my major from computer science, completely scrapped that. Wasn't even planning to use that degree, honestly. But I was, I completely scrapped that CS degree. And I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to go to, um, <laughs> I'm not going to go to school this in this state. I'm going to, I'm going across the country to go to it. I'm going across the country to go to a school in New York so I can major in business and minor in like food, <laughs> food, like, like a concentration in food and um entrepreneurship and just learn how to uh, and learn how to <laughs> run a restaurant or like a cafe or anything that can that can house the the precious imaginary food that I want <laughs> like I was seriously like this really it was like really strange but the thing is it wasn't certain even after that because I was like do I really want to do this is this something that because if you had a lot of false alarm passions before in the fast in the past you're like oh my god what if this is what if this is um temporary what if this is just a temporary fixation or something don't worry okay you know like once like it's it's different like once you realize that this is what you want to do whatever it is it it's like a it locks in and you no longer care about anything else and it it feels like this um some people say that love is when you look at a person and you don't wonder if there's something better and you don't wonder if there's anything else out there or anyone else out there it's the same thing with passion I, fa- I found out. So passion is like you found this dream and you're not thinking about is there something else? Because with every single um, one of my false alarm dreams in the past, I always wondered, is there something else? Is this the right thing? Like, no, with this, I literally don't care about if anything else is out there. Like, I literally don't care. Like, I want this to happen and I want to do it. I want my imaginary food to be real. <laughs> I want it to be real. I'm willing to do anything to make, um, to, um, to have a place that houses my imaginary food and makes them real. Like that's my goal. That's my goal. That is my goal. And I want, and like, literally, like once you realize your passion, it, first of all, you're resistant at first for some reason. Like if your passion is like way out there, like me, <laughs> I sound kind of woo woo, but like if your passion is out there like me, like if it's not like, like, um, if it's not like normal, like for me, switching from CS to food, <laughs> switching to the tech industry, to the food industry, like that, that's not, um, that's not typical too much. Um, uh, or if you have like a dream, like, uh, like you want to own a cat cafe or something. 
if you want to like open like a like a like a like a flower shop like it's something that's not so much something that's not readily celebrated by society or viewed as weird as or viewed as not a real job or like anything like that like if you have a passion and you settle on that it is entirely possible that you are going to feel uncertain about it because you're going to hear it from your parents or you're going to hear it from your friends you're going to hear it from all different sorts of people and you might you know give up at this time you might just ignore it but um yeah but but even when you're trying to ignore it you're actively trying to convince yourself to go for it anyway which is amazing and that's something that's not true for other things if it's like a false dream or a false passion or something you can easily be swayed but for this one you're you're also successful susceptible successful what what's the word susceptible you know what i'm trying to say you know what i'm trying to say stop judging me um yeah so basically if if you have like if it's you're you're successful to swaying as well but you're actively trying to stay on that path which is different so anyway so that happened and it wasn't so it, it, the certainty didn't come at first it like took me like a month okay maybe not a month let me not, not be dramatic but maybe like um like a week I would say like two weeks. Yeah, it took me like two weeks to actually solidify like this is what I want and the path that I wanted to take. It took me like two to three weeks to actually become certain in it. But then after it came certain, what I noticed about this passion business is that once that passion set, it was like, I want to go turbo mode. What do I mean by turbo mode? What I mean by that is like, look, before, and I think you will relate to this, like before when I wanted to do something, I would put it away on a shelf. If you get what I'm trying to say, like that's for later. Like that's for later. I'm not going to actively start it now. I'm just going to leave it like I'll leave it after I do this thing. Or you like you're looking for conditions in order to carry something out or take an action or go for it or something. When you have a passion, all that waiting and all that conditions just went away. Like like a snap of a finger. Like it's not even like that. So when I started to, when I decided to go for this, uh, to this journey that I'm taking 100% seriously is um, to, to make sure like I have like a, a restaurant or cafe or some kind of, some kind of um, food place that I can actually uh, make my imaginary recipes come to life, <laughs> which is my dream at the moment. And I'm not going to settle until I, I taste and I, I sit down and I have a full course meal of every imaginary um, imaginary um, food that I had in my mind. And I have it. I'm not going to stop until that. And even that after that, I'm not going to stop. So um, what happened when I decided, fully decided to step into this? Oh, my God. No. Okay. Let me not mention. I'll mention it after so I don't get off track. But yes. Um, um, yeah. I, I was not. Like I had nothing. Like I literally, like I went to, I went to, uh, like I felt like the reason why I was kind of trying to hesitate even after I became certain with this passion was because I was like, I don't know anything. I don't know anything about it because I've been distracted with all these other false dreams that I've been studying CS or studying. Um, what what was it? What other thing was there? Um, um, 
anatomy or something. Like I was studying a whole bunch of things, physics, and I wasn't studying economics. I wasn't studying business. I wasn't studying the legal. I mean, I was studying business law at some point and business one-on-one, but I wasn't extensively actually um, studying business business, like actually entrepreneurship business. Um, I wasn't studying that. And I was trying to put it away for later. As soon as I became certain, I was like, no, I'm going to study it now. I'm going to study it now. I'm going to take these actions now. Like, actually, like, I actually want to hurry up, kind of. Like, I want to sprint because I want to eat the food I think in my head. <laughs> I want to eat it. So I'm thinking, like, okay, what can I do to make to to make it now? Like, what can I do? Like, I know I can't afford at the moment. At this very moment, every moment, you know what? Let's let's do the affirmation thing. I am super rich and I can't afford it. Um, but yeah, but realistically, I know that I can't have like a like a like a loft, a fine dining restaurant in New York City at the moment. So now, like, what happened was I wanted to take action so badly that I was like, okay, what can I do now? Well, can I do like a pop up situation? I'm like, I started like brainstorming and taking action and seeing what kind of books I can read. Okay. What books did I read? And I started reading them. Um, I got the books. Um, they're still in the books, you know, let me not gatekeep. Let me tell you what books I'm reading. So I, um, so the first book that I got was, um, 12 months to 1 million, how to pick a winning product, build a real business, and become a seven-figure entrepreneur. Baby, yes, I'm so excited. And this is from um, Ryan, Ryan Daniel Morin, and he's the founder of Capitalism.com. So that's one of the business books that I got. And I'm so ready, and I'm so happy this passion came into place in January. That's so, that's such a steal. That's such a vibe. Okay, so that's one. And uh, that's one of them. And then the second one was how to license your million dollar idea. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, so this is called Cash In On Your Inventions, New Products, Ideas, Software, and Web Business Ideas, and more. Yes, because that's also the one of the things that I was scared of and I didn't want to mess with. It was like, what, what I don't, because the last thing you want after you is IRS, baby. So I was like, oh my God, I can't. I was like really hesitant to make businesses because of that before. Not anymore because I need the food in my head. And I need it to be materialized in front of me on a plate and a, with a fork and a knife in it. I want to eat the the delicious desserts I, ha- I have in my brain that doesn't exist, apparently, that's making me angry. So anyway, and also um, there's another book that I got. Um, what book was it? I don't even know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, ec- uh, economics. It was an economics book. It's called Economics in One Lesson by Henry Hazlitt. Because, um, yeah, because you need to know economics too, just a little bit. It doesn't have to be like all theoretical, especially if you want to be an entrepreneur, but you should have at least a basic understanding of economics, especially for me in my case, because I'm switching my major to applied economics and management. So that makes sense. And I, I it's better to be roughly familiar with anything you're trying to get into. So when you do learn it in some way, shape or form, it's like a review instead of the first time you're ever hearing something. So anyway, so um, I have that book. And then the books I plan to get that I don't have yet is Dear Female Founders. Let's see if I can find that. Dear Female Founders, which is really nice because if you're a girl and you want to be a boss, babe, it's a pretty, it's a really good book anyway. So Dear Female Founders. So 
that book is called Dear um, Female Founder. And it's called um, 66 Letters of Advice from Women Entrepreneurs Who Have Made $1 Billion in Revenue. Are we trying to skip ourselves? No. And I don't want you to block that for yourself. Like if you want to be whatever your dream is, don't block yourself from from saying that, oh, I can't, I can't have, I can't be a millionaire. I can't be a billionaire. If that's what you want, you it's there for your reason. If that's what you want, that's is there for a reason. There's no shame in wanting it. Um, yeah, because um a lot of people view money as being a bad thing, but that's not true. Uh, money is only a amplifier for who you are. So it's a neutral thing. So if um if you're a good person and you have money, you're going to use the money for good things and vice versa. So yeah. Anyway, also another book that I wanted to read and I want to get was You Incorporated, The Art of Selling Yourself. And I really like that. And I have already the book of several books, but yeah, it's really good. Like The Little Black Book of Success, The Laws of Leadership for Black Women. Um, it's just, who is that by? So I can make sure that if you want it, it's by Elaine Merrill Brown, Marsha May Haygood, and Rhonda Joy McLean. You see how passionate I am about it. And the thing is, this has been in my uh, in my Pinterest board um, and my Pinterest, if you're interested. I mean, I don't know why you would be. <laughs> I don't know why you would be interested in my um uh, my Pinterest because uh, <laughs> I don't know why. Like the only thing is there is like quotes and fashion and um, like vision boards and um like like food <laughs> it's been there all along like it's obvious like what I want for my wedding like it, I had this things for years so it's not really curated for like it's not like picturesque and whatever I had these things for years um but it's called uh what's my thing it's at lovely little lima bean um yeah lovely little lima bean is my thing if you want to see the books that I want to read and um yeah, the funny thing is, like, these things have been in my thing for, like, years. Like, like years, this has been in my uh, in my thing. And it's obvious. Like, the only food, the only things I have in here is business books, maybe a little bit of self-help. And, um, yeah, it was just, like, financial intelligence, a manager's guide to knowing what the numbers really mean by Karen Raymond and Joy Knight with John Case. Oh, that's a cool name um yeah but anyway it was so obvious it was so obvious so maybe if you really if you really want to find your passion um just look at the obvious things like what things light you up when you're talking about them like seriously like my dream was so obvious like my youtube feed is full of business (laughs) business videos and food that's it that's literally it like that's all it's on my on my stuff like it's so obvious like I I put it in YouTube right now which I just did what's on my feed so this is actually a good thing okay so this is what I want you to do go to whatever social media that you're on right so go to whatever social media you're on and see what's what you've been watching and what you've been enjoying watching so for me um, what do I see when I put in YouTube? I see um, Sophia Nygaard. I see uh, talking about dresses. <laughs> I see vision boards. I see um, uh, learning. I see um, what else? Like self-concept. I see business. 
was one business video, two business videos, um, like just stuff like that and like beauty and self-help and all that kind of stuff. That's what's on my stuff. So that's really what I'm doing. That's what I do. The self-help part is something that I do on social media. I, that's what I do on my TikTok, um, which is at Little Mint Dana. If you're, if you're interested, that's what my um, newsletter that I have to write, thecozycomfort.sunset.com. That's what that's about. That's what I write on, about on Medium. So that's pretty much where my, I channel all that self-help energy. But aside from self-help and, you know, looking your best and fashion and whatever, everything here is about business or food. <laughs> so like, seriously, like try it. Go to your YouTube page, see what you're watching and see what you enjoy watching. Or when you're on TikTok scrolling, like see what you're looking at. Maybe you're looking at um, uh, people who are um, traveling. Maybe you want to be a travel blogger. Maybe you want to, maybe you want to be a stay-at-home mom. There's like literally so many things. Look at what you're watching and what you're enjoying. Look at your Pinterest page. What is your Pinterest page showing you, right? So I, that's, that's, it's hidden because like, seriously, like I, my, my passion was hiding under my nose this entire time. And I had absolutely no idea. I was completely sidestepping it. And my family would also often say like, wow, you're really passionate about that. Like I would talk to my dad about, I was just like ranting to my father about next and remove the gold standard from the dollar. Like uh, I, if, if he hadn't done that, I could uh, turn it all into my dollars into gold. I just go to the bank and just say that. And I was just talking about that. And I was like, you know what China's doing economically? <laughs> like I was just talking about macroeconomics all the time. I was watching like all these things like that. It was obvious. So look at what lights you up when you're talking. When I, when I'm talking about business and I'm talking about money and I'm talking about like how countries spend their money or traveling or uh, when I'm talking about these I'm lighting up so what lights you up when you talk like what lights you up when you talk what's something what's something that you talk about that makes you like talk a million miles per hour like I'm doing (laughs) what what is it what are those things because it's it's it could be right under your nose like maybe you like um maybe you've been journaling a whole lot or and you like writing in your journal and you enjoy that's your favorite part of the day and you really enjoy putting words together and making beautiful prose or poetry even well then maybe your dream your passion is to write who knows like it could be that obvious it could be in your face and you not even know it it could be tapping you on your shoulder and not even know it so just like me, like literally it, I was in front of my face, my entire life (laughs) has been in front of my face, my entire life. I've been searching about business and I've been cooking and I've been like doing all that stuff. I absolutely love being in in restaurants. I absolutely love being cafes is one of my favorite places to be. And, um, yeah, like there's just so much, maybe you love being in amusement parks. Maybe you want to open up amusement park. There's so many things that you can do. Do you like pottery? Do you like anything? Like what is happening with you when you are, when you feel yourself lit up with joy, what are you doing? Why are you lit up with joy? Become mindful and figure that out because your passion could be hiding right there. Like if you're at the beach and you're, you absolutely love hanging out with kids and um, you're surfing, maybe you want to be a surf instructor. Maybe you want to teach kids how to, how to swim. Maybe your passion is in water. Maybe you want to be a professional mermaid. I don't know. All those things are legit. All those things are valid. And with social media, you can make money with anything. So it, it really is, the possibilities are endless for you. So 
don't be ashamed of your dream. If you have one, don't try to push it away. See what, what you can do with it and try to find it or not find it at all. <laughs> Maybe because that's what I did. I was trying to find it and I gave up, right? I completely gave up. It came out of nowhere. <laughs> it came out of nowhere. I'll just It just comes up. Sometimes it can come up randomly. And sometimes it's not like a lightning strike. Sometimes it's like an initial, uh, duh. Or sometimes it's an, it's an initial lightning strike, like I said. But then there's like questioning period and then you get certain on it. So it's different for everyone. Some people describe it as being a lightning strike. I described it as being, I describe it as being a duh moment. Like it's literally so many ways it can go, but you can find yours. And once you find that passion business, you will find that, oh, I got that raspy thing going on. That's kind of, that's kind of nice anyway. But yes, once you find that passion business, like whatever it is, it really sticks and you find yourself wanting to take action. You find yourself wanting to completely go for it. You want to find yourself, um, you're going to find yourself wanting to not wait. You want to go for it, go for it, go for it. And I'm telling you, go ahead and go for it. So that was this podcast episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to The Living Diary. And if you want to find me on any socials, make sure to check out the podcast description. Everything you need is there. And if you want to talk about anything that's happening inside of this, um, inside of this uh, podcast, you can head over to the cozycomfort.substack.com where you can chat about what we what we did uh, or what we talked about today. So yes, I'm so proud of you. Um, you're doing such a good job and let's keep it up. Like who knows where this takes us? I'm, we're changing our lives. We're changing our lives. We're taking a different routes. We're moving differently. We're thinking differently. We are stepping differently. So let's see where those steps take us. Thank you so much for being here.